This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. U.S. unemployment surges to a Depression-era level. British Prime Minister Johnson confuses Britons with lacklustre lockdown. And Latin America's second-largest airline, driven to bankruptcy by virus. It's Monday, May 11. I'm Anthony Davis. The coronavirus crisis has sent U.S. unemployment surging to 14.7%, a level last seen when the country was in the throes of the Depression and President Franklin D. Roosevelt was assuring Americans that the only thing to fear was fear itself. And because of government errors and the particular way the Labour Party measures the job market, the true picture is even worse. By some calculations, the unemployment rate stands at 23.6% not far from the depression peak of nearly 25%. Worldwide, the virus has infected at least 3.9 million people and killed over 276,000, including more than 77,000 in the US. Economists worry it will take years to recover all the jobs lost. The meltdown has occurred with startling speed. Nearly all the job growth achieved during the 11-year recovery from the financial meltdown has now been lost in one month. Trump, who is increasingly nervous about how the high unemployment rates look through the November election, said he's in no rush to negotiate another financial rescue bill. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office has projected that the jobless rate will still be at 9.5% by the end of 2021. As bad the numbers are, they don't capture the full magnitude of the devastation. People who are out of work but aren't actually looking for a new job are not officially counted as unemployed. Trump has pushed aggressively to get businesses up and running again amid warnings from health experts that easing up too soon could lead to a deadly second wave of infections. As Election Day nears, the president will be judged on how he handles not just the economic crisis, but the health one too, a crisis that so far Trump appears to not fully comprehend. The coronavirus lockdown will not end yet, Prime Minister Boris Johnson said on Sunday, urging people to stay alert to the risks as he outlined plans to begin slowly easing measures that have closed much of the British economy for seven weeks. While his directions were for England, the government wants the United Kingdom's other nations to take the same approach. But there were immediate divisions with the leaders of Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland saying they were sticking with the existing stay-at-home message. In a confusing televised address, Johnson announced a limiting easing of restrictions, including allowing people to exercise outside more often and encouraging some people to return to work. 
The government has faced criticism over its handling of the pandemic and Johnson is wary of taking the brakes off too soon. Britain's coronavirus death toll, 31,855, is the second highest in the world, behind the United States. But the decision to replace the government's stay-at-home slogan, drummed into the public for weeks, was criticised by opposition parties who called the new stay-alert message ambiguous. Social distancing rules must still be obeyed, Johnson said, adding that fines would be increased for those who break them. But opposition Labour leader Keir Starmer said Johnson had raised more questions than he had answered, and there was now the prospect of different parts of the United Kingdom pulling in different directions. Avianca Holdings, Latin America's number two airline, filed for bankruptcy on Sunday as a bond payment deadline loomed and pleas for aid from Colombia's government to weather the coronavirus crisis proved so far unsuccessful. If it fails to come out of bankruptcy, Avianca would be one of the first major carriers worldwide to go under as a result of the pandemic, which has resulted in a 90% decline in global air travel. Avianca has not flown a regularly scheduled passenger flight since late March, and most of its 20,000 employees have gone without pay. While Avianca was already weak before the virus outbreak, its bankruptcy filing highlights the challenges for airlines that cannot count on state rescues to avoid bankruptcy restructuring. An Avianca representative said it was still trying to secure government loans. Avianca, one of the oldest airlines in the world, had $4.9 billion in short- and long-term debt as of the end of 2019. The airline filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in New York and said it would continue operations through the process in the hope of restructuring its debts. Across the world, airline business models are hanging in the balance, with fleets grounded and passengers discouraged from travelling. Avianca is expected to be just the first of many popular brands that might disappear from the skies for good. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.